Hey guys, welcome back to the Excuse Podcast. It's your host, Kevin. Today is Sunday, July 16th, 2023, and it is 100 degrees outside. Um, so be safe, stay inside. If you don't need to be outside, be aware of heat exhaustion symptoms, stay hydrated. I almost said it's Wednesday. I got used to releasing on Wednesdays, so um, today's actually Sunday, and it's a beautiful weekend. It's been a really nice weekend, very productive weekend. Um, I didn't sell this past weekend, but it's been really nice regardless because I'm still doing business stuff, even though I didn't sell. Um, But don't think I cheated you guys on an episode because I didn't release one last Wednesday. I'll release one this coming Wednesday in a a few days. So I'm going to catch up and and give that to you guys. So, um, okay, so we can go into our This Day in History and then we'll do um, kind of a life update on what happened this weekend and what's to come and, ex- and, and uh, what's to be expected from Native Boba Tea. So I'm kind of excited about this coming weekend because I got to rest and take some time off. Um, I wanted to make sure that I got everything in order and I have, so it, it's been great. Okay, so today in history, this day in history, 1945, the first atomic bomb exploded near Alamogordo, New Mexico. Y'all, and I, it's kind of crazy that we're talking about this because I saw some sort of um, special online about nuclear war um, and the atomic bomb and uh, the intent, you know, behind the Manhattan Project, the um, the Marshall Islands and, you know, the atomic bombs exploding in Hiroshima. There's a whole history of all that stuff. It's really interesting. So if you guys have time to go watch that stuff um, about the atomic bombs, it's, it's kind of crazy. But it says the United States tested the first atomic bomb this day in 1945 near Alamogordo, New Mexico. And the following month dropped atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan, hastening the end of World War II. Okay, let's see. This day in history, 2017, American filmmaker George A. Romero, who was known for his horror films, notably Night of the Living Dead from 1968, which launched a series of related movies, died at age 77. So he passed in 2017. Okay, 2004, this day in history, Chicago officially opened its Millennium Park, which featured fountains eye-catching sculptures, and a large outdoor concert facility designed by architect Frank Gehry. Let's get down Jin this day in history. 2001, Jacques Rogue, I think it's Rogue. I'll just say Rogue. Jacques Rogue of Belgium was chosen to replace Juan Antonio Samaranch as the president of the International Olympic Committee. Okay, 1999, American publisher and lawyer John F. Kennedy Jr., the only son of U.S. President John F. Kennedy and the First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy, died after the airplane he was piloting crashed off Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Also killed were his wife and her sister. That's super unfortunate. 1999. Okay, 1979. Saddam Hussein became president of Iraq, and his brutal rule, which lasted 24 years, was marked by costly and unsuccessful wars with neighboring countries, as well as atrocities against the Iraqi people. 1969, Apollo 11 lifted off from NASA's John F. Kennedy Space Center in Florida, and four days later, two of its astronauts, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, became the first humans to set foot on the moon. 
1965, the Mont Blanc Tunnel officially opened, linking France and Italy. At the time, it was the world's longest vehicular tunnel, spanning 7.3 miles. Okay, 1951, J.D. Salinger's The Catcher in the Rye, which centered on the sensitive, rebellious adolescent Holden Caulfield, was published and later became a classic. 1941, American baseball player Joe DiMaggio set an MLB record for most consecutive games, 56, with a hit. With a hit? (laughs) What does that mean? With like a home run? For most consecutive games with a hit. Y'all, somebody who plays baseball or is baseball savvy has got to let me know what that means. (laughs) Let me know on my Facebook or something. Joe DiMaggio. Hey, that reminds me of that song, um... Hey, Joe DiMaggio. I don't remember that song. Anyway, I think he dated um, Marilyn Monroe, right? DiMaggio? Or they were married or something like that at some point? Okay, 1935. This day in history, the world's first parking meters were installed in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. The device which sought to ease congestion was designed by Carl C. Maggie. 1882. First Lady, 1861-1865, Mary Todd Lincoln, the wife of Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, died at age 63. 1862, Ida B. Wells Barnett, an American journalist who led a crusade against lynching, was born in Holly Springs, Mississippi. Happy late birthday, Ida B. Wells Barnett. 1377, Richard II was officially installed as King of England, almost a month after the death of his grandfather, Edward III. Okay, year 1054. Holy cow. Umbert of Sylvia Candida, Cardinal and Papel Legate, excommunicated Michael Celeros, Patriarch of Constantinople. Y'all, these words are just too much. These Latin American words are just drive me insane who retaliated by excommunicating the cardinal, which led the schism between the churches of Rome and Constantinople. You see how bad that sounds? (laughs) Okay, let's see. Birthdays, 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 famous birthdays. What do we have? 1968, Barry Sanders, American football player, was born today. Ginger Rogers, American actress and dancer, was born today. Oh, wow, she died April 22nd, 1995, age 83. I shared some time on this plane with Ginger Rogers at one point. 1967, Will Ferrell was born, American actor and writer. 1907, Barbara Stanwyck, American actress, was born. 1872, Roald Amundsen, Norwegian explorer, was born on this day. Okay. Cool, let's take a quick break. Excuse my beauty. This episode is brought to you by Native Boba Tea. Summer is in full swing and we will be releasing a new line of summer signature drinks this coming weekend at the Gallup Flea Market. We'll be releasing Boba Frescas. Based on the traditional Agua Frescas, we'll be releasing them in a new large 32 ounce size. So come on out and beat the heat. Okay, guys, welcome back. I really like that segment, Today in History, because I'm a big history buff. I always like knowing what had happened back in the time period of each section, even in high school growing up, and I've always been kind of a nerd like that. So if you guys like that piece, then you are my people. All right, so the native boba tea 
So I didn't sell this past coming weekend, and that was deliberate by choice, and it kind of just happened um, naturally a little bit, and and I'll explain what I mean. So um, I went and I did the speaking engagements. I did my speech, my presentation for our Deneh youth out in Red Valley chapter on Wednesday, and that's why I didn't release an episode on Wednesday. Um, but I gave you guys a heads up last Sunday. So that's what I did. I'll go over that in a minute. But basically, by the time I got back, um, it was time to work. And um, I worked Thursday and Friday. And I was waiting on my shipment to come in. And for some reason, it didn't come in. And it normally does. And um, I don't know if I told you guys this before. I'm pretty sure I have. But I don't just source from one area. I I source and I research a lot of things to bring my product together. And I'm really proud of it. So one of my areas I sourced from didn't come in on Thursday, didn't come in on Friday like it normally does. It actually came in Saturday afternoon. And it was kind of crazy how it happened because I decided Thursday evening I was a little bit exhausted and tired. I don't have enough time to turn things around in one day after work on a Friday because I still have my regular job, time to get back home, and then reset for the next sale. It just wasn't enough time realistically. So I was like, you know what? Let me take this weekend off. I'll reset. I'll focus on some other things. Doesn't mean I'm going to be taking off from the business completely. I'm just not going to sell. So I just so happened to, to take that time my shipment came in on Saturday and I'm like, wow, if I decided I was going to commit to selling on Saturday, I would have been so stressed because my shipment wouldn't have been here. And y'all, I'm like one of those people that is all or nothing. I'm all in or nothing, basically. Um, So if I decide to sell, I'm going to figure out and find a way and come up with some new recipes and stress myself out and really push myself to make it happen had I decided to, to sell. But I didn't, so I was okay with the shipment not coming in on time, which was the first time it happened. But what can you do? Um, it's just kind of one of those things where you just flow, go with the flow. So, I mean, you can't really help the situation sometimes. I did the Red Valley speaking engagement, and y'all, it was freaking awesome. It was phenomenal. It was everything I thought it was going to be. And it felt like I was doing speaking engagements and presentations for years. It just all came so naturally to me. When I was first approached about speaking at the Red Valley chapter on social media, I had the uh, vice president reach out to me and I was just like, yeah, sure, of course I'll do it. And I didn't have a problem with it. And he was like, you know, um, have you done a presentation before? And I was like, well, no, but I mean, I don't mind doing it. And it didn't intimidate me at all. And I just wanted to know the age group of of the, the demographic of students I'm speaking to. So that way I can adjust my presentation accordingly. And of course, it was high school students and college students. So I was like, okay, great. I can just get right into it. And um, so that came naturally to me. And I didn't, it didn't, um, I wasn't intimidated in, in the slightest because everything I'm talking about, I'm talking about from experience, my entire presentation, I'm sharing my experience. So it just comes naturally to talk, talk to the kids about it. And it's almost like talking to you guys about it on my podcast. That's the closest I can, I can get to it. Um, except it's a little bit more um, tuned to um, motivation, presentation, and kind of packs a punch in a small amount of time. So that was my goal. And it was a big hit. So I left there um, Wednesday morning early. I got there an hour before my time to present. And I set up the table, greeted the chapter officials. The kids were outside playing 
they're standing in a in a circle and they were playing i don't know what type of game maybe hopscotch or something um what do you call those those beanbag things i don't know and then there was a few kids playing basketball well i started bringing my stuff in and people were curious the kids were curious they were on an hour lunch break some of them got picked up some most of them were still there but a few of them wanted to see you know who i was and what i was doing and they knew the presenter was coming because they already had a heads up. So some of them decided to deliberately stay in the chapter house and sit there and watch me set up my stuff while they eat their lunch because they're curious, right? So um, I got my things set up. My mom showed up and the presentation started just after one o'clock after I was introduced. And I really wanted to get the kids' involvement inside the presentation because it means a lot for me to engage them. Because if you just have somebody talking at you, you know, without trying to spice it up or anything like that in front of you and you don't know them and and they don't have that history with you so they're kind of like who's this person it can get kind of um, boring I should say and I don't want it to be boring so I depended a lot on engagement giving out items and um, it didn't last too long it was probably maybe a 30 minute speaking time before I got right into the drinks which took like an hour and 20 minutes because they were so interested in watching me and asking questions. They, I, My intention was to give everybody one drink and then maybe a second one, but they wanted seconds and thirds and they, were, they could not get enough and I was super flattered by it, but I was like, y'all, if I had brought all my tea, I would have been completely out <laughs> because they love the tea so much. It was so good. Um, I gave them the Navajo tea, the hibiscus, and the strawberry. So they were really, really happy with that. And one of the um, older ladies inside the office said she had never had boba before. So she had the Navajo tea, and she was super impressed with it, and, and she liked it and enjoyed it very much. So that went well. And then they all helped me pack my car with all the, the things I brought, and the, the kids were really cool. And I got them to to um, volunteer their passion, and I gave. They didn't want to speak at first because they were kind of shy, and I was trying to get them to be pulled out of their zone. So once I offered a um, free signing of the Native Boba Tea article from the Navajo Times, they really perked up and they started, you know, telling me what they were passionate about, which was great. It was awesome, and then I gave them some free stickers. It was a it was a really good presentation, very very good presentation, very positive for my first time. And one of the sayings that kind of really didn't sink in until adulthood recently um, was a saying from one of my teachers in high school, which I didn't take too seriously and I didn't really know exactly what she meant, but now it makes so much more sense. But she used to say this saying about, and basically only by your own doing can you can you make something of yourself, can you be- become something. And I was just like, in high school, didn't really know, like, okay, you know, sounds great, whatever, you know, didn't really care too much. But as you get older and you see the life um, through different eyes and, and you see the struggles and you see the hardship, the disparities, the urban versus uh, rural, the um, affluent neighborhoods and the affluent people versus, you know, those who live in poverty, the unhoused. And it just goes on and on and on, the effects of capitalism. You kind of understand what that means and, you Basically, you know, the harder you work and you believe in yourself to go further instead of giving up, then you're able to provide for yourself and your family. And that's kind of one of the messages I wanted to give to to the 
kids over out in Red Valley, and I was just letting them know, you know, if you start now uh, while you're young, if you're interested in being an entrepreneur, if you want to become a business owner, or even if you have other dreams and goals that it's okay to a dream, have a passion and pursue it. But not only that, but also have multiple dreams, goals and passions. And so that was one of the really big things I wanted to get them to take away is that they can do it too. And and me showing them a way of how they can do it. It's totally possible. So the next day, I did get a post on my um, a comment on my post saying that the kids really enjoyed my presentation and they were still talking about it the next day, which I'm really, really grateful for because that just kind of underlines the fact that they were able to absorb the content I was giving them in a positive way. So hopefully they really stick with it and we'll see some good movement and change in the near future from those young individuals. It worked out pretty well. Um, yesterday, I it just it all kind of came so quick. Oh, I went to the flea market here in Albuquerque and I wanted to see about getting some items and I ended up finding some items. And then I went down to the reservation last night, stayed at my mom's and then sourced some Navajo tea, which I got this morning very early and then made it back to town to my house to write this podcast. So it's been a busy weekend, very productive weekend. But like I said, just because I was away from selling doesn't mean, you know, I'm completely 100% away from the business because it's always about the business. And I've got some other things I need to take care of, but that's how the week went, the weekend went. I'm super excited because this coming weekend, um, I'm going to be releasing some Boba Frescas. Now, I'm not going to do a whole lot because I I still have limited space and I'm working that logistic piece of my business out. But currently, I am working with limited space, but I do want to do at least two Boba Frescas, so... My eye is on doing a watermelon, a traditional watermelon type of boba fresca. And the other one is up in the air. My sister did suggest cucumber, which I love the idea. So I'm going to do something great and refreshing. And I'm also going to be releasing new sizes. So it's going to, the large is going to be a 32 ounce for the boba fresca. And it only makes sense for me to price it at a dollar more because I don't want to increase it too much. So they all just kind of stagger by a dollar. So small, medium, large. And I think that's fair and it's worthwhile because it's hot outside, y'all. It's super hot and it's nice underneath the carport at the Gallup Flea Market, but not everybody can stay in, you know, that one spot where I'm at and and kind of enjoy the flea market that way. They want to walk around. So getting them a larger size to that way they can carry it around and it'll last a little bit longer. If they want that large, large size, then I'm okay with providing that. So that's what I'm looking into and going to get released this coming weekend, um, pending my cup orders coming on time. And then next month is the Indian market, which I'm looking forward to. But y'all, I'm going to be taking some more time off because I'm getting the itch to go to a concert and to go to shows. And I normally go to like Denver twice a year at least to catch a show, to catch a concert. And I hadn't been able to do that last year. So this year is kind of catching up to me. So the Thursday before Indian Market, I'm going to be in Phoenix enjoying a show. And then I'll be driving back from from Phoenix to catch Indian Market. 
and then I'll be going to a concert in Denver in November. So good things to come. I'm excited. I can't wait for this heat wave to be over. I enjoy summer, but not when it's like uncomfortably scorching hot and everyone's complaining about the heat, but it's true. I had a really nice Colorado blue spruce I bought from Home Depot in April and it burnt and baked to a crisp. So I'm trying to revive it. So I put it underneath my back porch and out of the sun and hopefully it'll make a comeback. I don't know. When I was back home, my mom had some mutton already and some fry bread and some Navajo burgers. So I ate a lot when I was home and I was only home for a short amount of time. So shout out to moms for having all the good food. I'm very satiated with native foods because I cannot get enough. And it was kind of nice being at home because my mom turned on the KTNN AM 660 radio early in the morning. And it was like old times when I was a kid, or even when my grandma would do it, we would drive around and they would be listening to KTNN. So there was a lot of nostalgia and a short amount of time when I was back home this weekend. So that was nice. Um, Y'all, I don't know what is up, but like when I was driving through Winter Rock last night, there was a ton of cars at McDonald's and a ton of cars at Taco Bell. And I thought, what is this? Is this like normal? <laughs> do they normally do this on Saturdays? It was it was intense. I'd never seen the parking lot that full besides the fairs. And I'm like, there's not a fair going on right now. But it, w- it was kind of interesting. I was driving through and I'm like, wow, McDonald's and Taco Bell are the spots. Um, and I'm just going to rant and ramble. So there is also this new app called threads based on, um, the Instagram app. So basically it's connected and it's kind of a shared experience, but it's Mark Zuckerberg's answer to rivaling Twitter. And I signed up for an account when they first initially released it because I thought it was going to be a good thing because I don't want anybody taking my handles for any of my projects. So it's always an investment business piece whenever um, something like this happens. So of course I got on there and it's a little bit more basic than Twitter. But honestly, I think Twitter shouldn't have a monopoly on a platform like that because personally, I just think Elon Musk is obnoxious. So he's being such a baby about it. And I don't know, he kind of reminds me of Trump in some ways. I don't know. He was... I was reading some things about how he was sharing anti-trans tweets. So after that, he completely fell off the radar for me. No to Elon Musk. I'll get used to it the longer I use it. I don't know if you guys are on threads yet. But if you are, let me know what you think of it and how do you like it. Um, There is a lot of stuff going around on social media too this past week about the girl who's freaking out on the Dallas-Fort Worth to Orlando, Florida plane about how she saw a shape shifter or she was seeing something that wasn't real. And for me, I'm a big like alien buff as well, um, just with a lot of extra terrestrial or supernatural things that happen. So I totally, totally believe her. But I should do an episode of, you know, supernatural or alien, um, something like that and share some cool stories or insights on. But just because I had certain instances happen to me or I witnessed a couple of things that were just a little out of the ordinary. So I totally believe her. But let's go into the horoscope today section. And last time, I think we left off on Leo. So I'm going to do the next sign and the zodiac 
let's see. So we have Virgo, and Virgo is August 23rd to September 22nd, and it states, Not everyone can be as informed and experienced as you are, and it's not always their fault. So cut some people some slack when they frustrate you with their questions. They're just working at their own pace and abilities and do their best. You can't fault them if their best isn't good enough for you. Instead of getting frustrated, just go off and take care of other things. They'll feel less pressure and you'll feel less restricted. That's kind of really good advice, actually. And sometimes I feel like, even though that's not my designated horoscope, that I do also share pieces of that information because sometimes your mind works faster and you know what you're talking about and other people don't. So I guess cut yourself some slack too is basically what it's trying to say in addition to other people and not and don't be so hard on them. Okay, so the next sign in the zodiac is going to be from September 23rd to October 22nd is Libra. And Libras, I get along with Libras. I really like Libras um, because they're really artistic. And I've always said this to people who are Libras. And they're not afraid to show it. And I always appreciate their artistry and their self-expression. So Libra, chemistry is important, but you must be on the same level as the people in your life if you want to find complete harmony. So if you're finding yourself attracted to an opposite personality, be careful. When your energies are different from someone else's, it can be hypnotic and appealing, but these differences can also lead to a lot of conflict. Are you prepared for that? Just be aware of that. What you think is an intriguing quality now could turn into an annoying one later. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> well, thank goodness that's not my Zodiac horoscope right now because it just sounds kind of, I don't know, bodzid. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys have another wonderful rest of your week. I will catch up with you and talk to you later on Wednesday. And I think maybe I'll do the Alien Supernatural episode on Wednesday. Um... All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Excuse Podcast is an all-original program. Any similarities in story outside of the podcast is purely coincidental. No portion of the content has been intentionally reproduced, and all views and opinions are that of the content creator and owner.